What's going on, Trophy Kids? We've got an awesome one here for you today. We are talking NHL playoffs and my Boston Bruins, the NBA, and what an absolute crazy game the Lakers-Warriors game was, as well as my boy Jason Tatum dropping 50. We're going to talk a little college football in the first week. That is going to be an absolute banger of a week. I'm very excited for this one. Hope you guys enjoy it. want to say thank you for spending your time with us. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and let's go. <laughs> And welcome to Trophy Kids presented by Bad News Media. It is May the 21st. We got Dante and Tim on the line today. It's been a while, boys. How are we doing? Doing well. And by a while, I mean having the full crew, it feels like. Yeah, well, we talked shit about Tim on the last pot, so. As you should have. As you should have. And he would have never known if we hadn't said. Yeah, would never know. Well, you know, we're we're men of our words here. Correct. This is true. This is Uh very true. How are we we gentlemen doing on this fine... I guess Thursday. It's well. This is coming out it's Friday. It's Thursday, Thursday today, eight. Friday tomorrow. Yeah, it's Friday. When it in comes the future, out, future is Friday. Yeah, that shit always fucks Friday up. when you hear this. Yeah, the magic of podcasting. I feel like my. Uh, I was saying it last night because the NHL playoffs full swing. My Bruins phenomenal series. But I honestly don't even look forward at this point because I just have a heart attack every fucking time because they decide they don't want to win in regular periods and we go to OT for three games straight. OT hockey is the most fun when it's not your team. And when it is your team, it's excruciating. And I'm not looking forward <laughs> to Friday. So that's probably where my mind's at. It's also a bajillion degrees in my apartment. I'm already sweating. So it's going to be a fun one, boys. Yeah, I heard somebody else say this, but uh, NHL hockey is one of the most exciting sports unless you have a dog in the fight. I can't remember if it was like Feidelberg or uh, I think it was PFT, PFT who said that. Yeah. It, it was one of those two that said it, and I was like, that is so true. This is why I love playoff hockey, because the Red Wings suck, so it's a lot of fun to watch. Oh. I was just about to say say that. like It doesn't seem worth the heart attack, but like you said, uh, overtime hockey is one of the few things I do like about hockey. Dude, it's excruciating. Except for when it ends right away. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> because it's like, I, I love the Bruins Capital Series. I love that being the first series, because like, Bruins are playing good hockey. It's good physical hockey between the Bruins and the Capitals, as always. You know, Taylor Hall yesterday had just one of the filthiest goals. Uh, Brad Marshawn's out there just being a pest like he always is, but then making up for it with some goals. But the fact that it keeps going overtime, it's just like, because it's so annoying because, I mean, it's what makes it exhilarating. You know, first goal wins, but you just have, like, the luckiest thing happen, and it's over, and it's, it's infuriating. Unlike what was not infuriating yesterday with the NBA, we talked about this, Dante, last week about how we were for the playing games. I had forgot to account for the fact that it isn't really a playing game per se because there's no technical elimination, which changed the entire dynamic of last night's. I mean, Golden State-Lakers um, game, phenomenal game, but it would have been a hell of a lot cooler if it was an elimination game. <laughs> yeah. I um, I found myself yeah, in that same boat. Like if this, if neither one of these teams had another chance, how much better would this game have been? With that said, that was the greatest show on earth. Watching that, oh incredible! Game. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if the NBA execs could have drawn up a better matchup. No, and we kind of knew that going in too. Like, first of all, big takeaway: Steph MVP will forever be my MVP this season. The dude is unreal. Second, LeBron James, I don't, it was, 
the funny part is like because it wasn't you know they're gonna get another shot like if they weren't gonna get another shot you think he sits during that period because he hit his minutes like he came in at the end of the game but he probably doesn't sit those minutes because he hits his minutes for the game like he's still probably going and like that adds that extra fire to the game but doesn't matter because he actually balled out yeah he balled out he even threw up that circus shot hitting the game winning three which i just I was like, ah, <laughs> dogs barked at me. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, did you I saw people on Twitter criticizing the shot? I was like, what did you want him to do? The, the time was running out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if he wouldn't have made that shot. You know, you of course you he would have got criticized either way. But I thought it was a great shot. I like. Oh, and now we got a commercial coming from one of my tabs up okay nice all right capital one free ads gonna get billed for that uh <laughs> yeah i don't get that i i was just laughing when he's giving the explanation of, like i was seeing three rims so i aimed for the middle one he's like middle so one? you aim yeah. for the basket <laughs> i heard that <laughs> little bit of an embellishment i think on that foul but you know it happens i don't know did you see the, did you see his eye this morning no the poke in the eye was for real i thought yeah. more the fall was a little yeah, rolling around type of thing. I was like, all right, the eye thing that was real. I, I'll give him that. That eye was gross. Yeah, Ooh. that's the second player Draymond. Oh well, the second prominent player Draymond's hit like that. He got James Harden earlier like that. Dude, Draymond was bullying people in that first half. He bullied Anthony Davis. Legitimately bullied him. Like shoved him in a locker and just locked him. <laughs> I mean, he he did bully him, but they've been doing that for the last like five years right you put draymond on anthony davis to stop anthony davis from scoring 20 yeah and maybe one of the few people who can you know stop him and you saw you saw when draymond either got caught on the switch or wasn't on the floor anthony davis was dunking was shooting mid-range jumpers he was doing everything he could you needed draymond out there now what's what you can't have is draymond having two points i know he's out there for other things but you can't you no. can't be out there you know, but that's the story minutes, of a season. Two points. That's yeah. that's the story of that is the Warriors' season right there in a nutshell. Steph is literally pretty much everything. You got some contribution because Draymond's doing nothing scoring wise, and the other guys. I mean, they put up points this game, but like for the whole season, haven't been doing squat really squat. Um, yeah, you got Jordan Poole. Yeah, hitting he hit some crazy threes too in that game, um, but. When if you put someone in his face, it became apparent that he wouldn't be able to hit the same shots. Yeah, yeah. Tim, did you uh, by chance catch this game, or was it a little bit past your bedtime? There, a little bit past my bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) You missed a hell of a show. You did miss a crazy game. I got into bed and I put it on my phone, so I watched the first uh, probably about half of it, and then I put the third quarter on on my phone and proceeded to fall asleep like immediately <laughs> well you yeah. missed the hell of a basketball game and it how was. Oh, sorry i mean cut you off there dante what you're saying no no it was and we'll get to see the 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 warriors take on the grizzlies which i think will equally be a, a should be a good game i agree that one will be good uh my boss celtics by the way we Kemba must listen to this show because he decided to show up after absolutely dogging him before. So not sorry, Kemba, because maybe it motivated you there, but he balled out in Tatum. I mean, dropping 50. The dude dude looked like Kobe out there at that point. Like that's his mentor. The guy who was training him dropped 50 in a game when he needed to step up in the biggest moment. The dude's a star. And I Tatum's one of those guys too. I maybe I don't have a great pulse on like the the national NBA 
but he feels like kind of like a hidden star that people don't really talk about a lot. And the dude is unreal, not just in this game, but just in general. He's unreal. So very excited about that one. It, so here's the here's the thing. So the the Celtics are going to play the Nets, right? Uh, healthy or as as healthy as they're going to get this season, right? Um, can they draw? Can it, Jason Tatum isn't going to drop fifty points no. every night? No, I mean, oh, so, at this point we have the building. I'm just don't. It's a throwaway series because I'm like, okay. well, we don't we, we don't have Brown, so whatever. But it was just cool to win a game to get us like to win the playoff game and have him drop fifty was fun for me because that's that's really all I wanted. I wanted to win the playing game so then I could be like, well, we're playing the Nets, and we don't have Brown, so it's a throwaway. I don't care if we get swept. It doesn't matter. This season doesn't matter. It's a fake season. Oh man! So two fake seasons in a row. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Brad Stevens is fine. The team is fine. We're good. We're gonna roll next year, healthy, fine. <laughs> Plus all the other seasons that Celtics ended with injuries. Yeah, yeah. This no. is the case. How many how many fake seasons have the Lions had? Hey! Oh, <laughs> shots fired across the bow. <laughs> that was so unnecessary. <laughs> My God. Oh, I was not to get anyone's hopes up, but I did have Nate try and talk me out of a bet that he could not talk me out of. I could not talk him out of it. Now, if it's looking more and more like Aaron Rodgers might be staying in the division, but if I still think the value, I still think the value was there. Which would you like to say the bet now that we've we've brought it up for our listeners to potentially partake in? Oh, I did see the Detroit Lions were plus two thousand to win the NFC North. Plus 2,000 to win the NFC North. Now, this is all contingent on Aaron Rodgers leaving, but I had to take a flyer on it yeah, just in case Aaron Rodgers does leave. I mean, if he leaves, because the division's then, open. Then it becomes the NFC East yeah. of last year, and nobody should win it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, it like it, you're telling me Matt Nagy's not going to fumble that one? You're, you're telling me the Vikings are – Kirk Cousins is going to be able to perform a full season and, and get first in that division? Like the whole – like it's just an open division if Aaron Rodgers is gone. <laughs> so exactly. I don't hate the value. I mean, I don't know if they're going to win it, but I don't hate the value at plus 2,000 for a small a little wager. I couldn't, I couldn't not take a flyer on my Lions there. Yeah, I like plus the value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> Getting a little gambling. We're going to talk football. Now I don't want to talk too many people into taking that bet because it's not a great bet. But no. you know the value is there. I've seen worse bets. I'll say that. I know I haven't even started to look. I need to. We'll get. I'm nervous about getting too much into football, which we will here in a moment, because we are, as of this recording on Thursday night, we're 100 days out from college football, boys. 100 days out. I cannot wait. Which we are going to get to here in a moment, but. NBA playoffs. I don't know if you had any final thoughts. I had one other topic in the NBA that I feel like we need to discuss because it's a little okay. ridiculous. But did, okay. I don't know. Well, you have heard us said in the group text. We're apparently inducting fans into the Hall of Fame now. Um, Navid, and I'm going to fuck up his entire name. I'm just bad at names. But the super fan from Toronto is now in the Hall of Fame. I, I don't... I don't really know what to make of this. I saw one tweet that was like, how the hell is Spike not in? Given, yeah, you know, that's my, <laughs> he's been a like, fan longer than that franchise has been around. But <laughs> That's that's kind of where I'm at on it. Like, how do you do this and not put Spike yeah. in? Or like Jack Nicholson with the Lakers. I mean, he's like synonymous with fucking sitting on that sideline. Yeah. Like, right. not, I'm not saying that, um, and I forget the guy's name too. I'm not saying don't put him in, but I'm saying there are other fans that you could put in that are synonymous. Like, for the longest, 
I had no idea who was on the Knicks, but I knew Spike Lee was would be there. Yeah, a hundred percent. He'd be jawing up with everybody on the field. You would have thought he was on the team <laughs> the way he was mm-hmm. on the court. Um, yeah, and also like, what the what's the criteria here? Like, how are we inducting fans? Is it like I know I think this guy's been to like literally every game since the team has been there. But what, you just got to buy courtside seats for I guess years. But, like, once again, Spike Lee's not in. Jack Nicholson's not in. Like, guys that are synonymous with other franchises. Um, like, you think Knicks. Spike Lee's one of the first things you think of, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think the Raptors, That's I don't think lane. this fan, like, not one of the first couple things I think of. No. 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 So, also. Do- honestly, when you ask me to think of the Toronto Raptors, I think uh, Vince Carter. I was going to say Vince Carter's the first, <laughs> first thing that comes to mind. First, but that's probably because that was like a pivotal moment in like '90s NBA. Yeah, oh, yeah. and yeah. I don't know if I would say Spike's the first thing I come. He might be for some people. Oh yeah, for some people for sure. Yeah, I say New York Knicks. They're gonna say Spike Lee. Spike Lee. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the only other one would be. Um... Oh fuck! I'm blanking on his only name other now. one. Patrick yeah, Ewing. Sorry. Yeah, Patrick Ewing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I said that earlier. <laughs> oh, sorry, I missed that. Yeah. yeah, it's like Spike Lee and Patrick Ewing. Starberry doesn't come to mind for you. I mean, he does, but like, not like when I say Knicks, like, I don't, I don't, no, Starberry's not coming that, to my mind. That logo tattooed on his head. Um, I mean, his fifteen dollars really shoes were awesome, and, or whatever they were. But fifty dollars. Fifteen. Those were like, oh, I was gonna say those were like twenty dollars. Yeah. yeah. I just. I, I just listened to a podcast, a crime and sports podcast about Starbury and his troubles. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever. He made. I had a friend who literally had like twenty pairs of Starberries. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know how I feel about letting fans into the uh, Hall of Fame too. Like it just, like it's kind of cool. I guess it's a cool little cork, but I, I, I don't know. It's yeah. a little odd. Is yeah, is where I'm going with. for it. I didn't. I, I didn't like the choice. news initially. Um, also, Ben Wallace Hall Hall of Fame. Would you two? Do you? Would you? I know there was some. Uh, I would say hurt feelings around those who do not believe he should be a Hall of Famer. But I put this in a group chat. Those people can f off. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should kick rocks, which I, I liked. But yeah, that's what they could do. That, now I will say this: Ben Wallace is probably the last defensive player to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, at least modern Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to see another defensive player get there. But you're talking about, you know, yeah. five-time defensive player of the year, um, NBA champion. I don't know what more you Best want. Best player He's in NBA the- street. Like, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. a credential. <laughs> Beard or fro? Like, I don't know. I mean, you had to be in Detroit at the time. There, there's no one in Detroit that you could talk to who is going to be like, no, Ben Wallace shouldn't have been in there. Be in the Hall exactly. Hall. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I would agree with that. And it was... I saw one of the Detroit sports reporters tweet out a picture of him uh, next to Ben Wallace. He's like, I am 6'1". So Ben Wallace was definitely not 6'9". We all knew that. (laughs) But he was like a a generous 6'6", even. Like, he was not tall. Yeah, I mean... And he was the the sole defender on Shaq. Yeah. He brought an attitude, too, to the game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... We kind of listed off his accomplishments there. Four-time Defensive Player of the Year, four-time All-Star. Four-time. All, three-time All-Team, second-team, all-time third-team, five-time All-Defensive Team, NBA All-Defensive Second-Team, two-time Rebounding Leader, Block Leader. Like, 
the new ball, good ball defensively, rebounding-wise, mm-hmm. brought an attitude to the game, and once again was just, yeah, I, I have no, I saw yeah. no problem with it. Pivotal in stealing that, stealing that championship from the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Big very time. much so. Big time. Which, you know, I always look at the Hall of Fame, whether it's baseball, NFL, whatever. Could you tell the story of the game without this person? I don't think you could tell the story of the NBA without Ben Wallace necessarily. Like, yeah, it depends on what era you're talking about. If you're talking about that era, every you have like to talk about yeah, you talk era. about every era in like basketball, yeah. or every era in football and stuff like that. Like every era in baseball, that's the thing. That's my biggest gripe with like the Barry Bonds thing. It's fucking stupid. It's like you can't tell the story of baseball without Barry Bonds. Or when To yeah. was at first ballot, when he's and don't even get me started that. It's like you can't tell the story of the NFL without To. Like these are guys that were just larger than life and had an enormous impact. And so that's sort of my first metric. And then if you know, there's some. There's some gray there probably where you're like, well, you might be able to do it. You might be able to, and then you fall back on some other things. But could you do it? I don't I don't think you could tell the story of the NBA in that that decade uh, without talking that, about Ben Walls. Yeah, that time period. Yeah, I don't think so. Couldn't do it. Who else do you think from the Pistons gets in then? Like Mr. Big Shot has to get in. Yeah, I, I guess think. Chauncey is the only other yeah. one that you could make a legitimate. I would but I like in that Lakers series, like Rip was the best player on the court. Yes, I was just that's the literally which is insane. <laughs> yeah. And then Tayshon had such a long career too, um, and was known as like the defensive stopper and one of the best blocks of all time. Yes, exactly. Like Tayshon Prince. You could yeah. put, just put that picture in the Hall of Fame. Don't really worry about inducting him into the Hall of Fame, but put that block on Reggie Miller into the Hall of Fame. <sighs> I, I remember watching that game. I do too. Sitting in front of my little, my grandmother's little TV, and my grandma, grandmother being like, "I can't see," and watching Tayshawn just block that shot. <laughs> I remember jumping up and down. Yes. I have the newspaper probably still, still saved somewhere in my house. I don't know where, but I think I still have it somewhere here. You know the tragedy too of that era of basketball is like they're the East for the first time had a few decent teams and still could not get over either the Lakers or the Spurs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, story of basketball. The Pistons even struggled with the Nets for years. Struggled with the Nets, yep. And then all of a sudden they finally... Look how good the Pacers were. Pacers, Nets, yep. If if the brawl didn't happen, they were going to win the NBA championship that year, as the Pacers fans like to say. (laughs) (laughs) There is a reality in which the Pacers still a natty from the Lakers. (laughs) Yeah. An alternative universe (laughs) somewhere in that time. But not this one. Yeah. No, (laughs) not not the one we're living in. Um, but yeah, it it was, uh, I, I, I didn't mind the, the induction of him. I'll say that. Um, Let's get to football, gentlemen, because we are, as alluded to, we are 100 days out as the recording of this happens from the start of college football. I This period of time is so iffy for me because I, I want to get excited, but then I don't want to get too excited because then all I do is watch like every possible like hard knocks, any type of do- football documentary, anything for like the rest of time because I'm just itching <laughs> for it because I'm an addict. I'm a, I'm a football addict, but we're going to self-indulge here today because they opened the... F- they released the opening week of college football, and my God, gentlemen, am I excited! I, this it's they they sort of took a, a page, sort of not exactly, sort of they made an effort here to take a page out of like college basketball's 
um, mm-hmm. book where you have like big time programs that are ranked knocking it out. The problem here is some of these programs aren't really great right now, but Georgia Clemson, that's a top five game just right off the bat. I mean, that I, I was looking at the, some of the pre rankings. Those are both top five teams to have that week one to open up the season, the premier night game. That's incredible. And you have Alabama, Miami before that at three 30, you know, Miami's probably going to be a top five preseason, their top 25 preseason team. Alabama will obviously be in the top three. Then you got Notre Dame, Florida State. If only Florida State was good, and then Ole Miss <laughs> is pretty good, and, and LSU on on Monday night. I mean, that's no, also LSU awesome. I love little. it. We get it from Thursday all the way through. What did I say? You said LSU. Oh my bad, Louisville. <laughs> we get Thursday all the way through Friday. It's awesome. I'm excited. I cannot is... wait. This this matchup looks insane for an opening weekend. Yeah, opening weekend is crazy. Do we know if Nebraska and Illinois are still going to? Oops, play that um, international game? That is a very good question. I don't actually know the answer to that one off the top of my head, but that's... Yeah, I'm assuming that maybe they won't. I would assume... I think they're supposed to play it in Ireland. Yeah, I would assume probably not. Yeah, I feel like that's probably a safe bet. Um, I think it's Nebraska and Illinois. Hold on. Let me check before I just... Is that the first game on the 28th? Yeah. Um... It's showing that it's at Memorial Stadium in Champaign. Yeah. Okay. So right yeah, they're now. not playing. Yeah, I'm assuming that was <laughs> yeah. that wasn't gonna go through. <laughs> they aren't letting that one happen. Somewhere else. They're supposed to play it in Ireland. They're supposed to kick oh, really? off the Big Ten uh, season off in Ireland. Yeah. College Speaking right? of which, how do you feel? I don't. I don't like this. What? <laughs> how do you if feel about playing those Big Ten games first? Yeah, I don't like that. You don't like it? Yeah. No. <laughs> You don't like getting a Big Ten game out there? I mean, there? it's fun. It seems fun. Having decent matchups. I mean, you got Penn State, Wisconsin. You got Michigan State, Northwestern. Northwestern, yep. So those will be fun. And you even have Nebraska, Illinois on week, like, minus zero. Dude, I like it. Get get the get the rust off the pads real early. I, I These, like, bullshit first games where they're playing, like, Sisters of the Poor. No. Like, I, I don't want that in my first week. I don't need... Ohio State playing, you know, the deaf and blind school of Georgia or whatever. Like, this, we're not doing this. That's fair. I guess I don't hate it. I can always be talked into something like this. Because like it's, isn't be that what you love about match. college basketball in the start of the season? Like, you got big time oh, yes. games right off the oh, bat. Yes. Like, yes. that's what college football needs. Like, think about those. Love it. Think about those first weekends generally where it's like, it literally, like, you're lucky if you have one interesting game. Like, here you've got Ohio State, Minnesota kicking off right away like that like Ohio State's gonna win that watch it but you're gonna want to watch it and tune in for that like that's awesome like (laughs) you know you're getting these matchups um I like it like I am trying to go to this Northwestern um Michigan State game I've never been to Ryan Field I feel like I'm not going home I'm not going back to Michigan that weekend so I am trying to go uh me too that you say that let's go there you go. I was going to say, that's I'm not bad. firing up the text machine right now. It'll be like beautiful weather. I mean, if you're going to see a game at Northwestern, you might as well do it like the first week of the season because you do not want to be going later in the season given they are literally right on the lake. Tickets are $50, Tim. Wait, oh, what? Ain't bad. Yeah. That's it? That's it. Um. Yeah, I am <laughs> for that. There we go. We're home. Look at this. We're making plans on trophy kids right now. It's, it's a beautiful sure thing. Are. Um. I just had a thought here with this. Oh, we're going to have full stadiums, too, for college football, which more than likely. 
hockey gave out the example here, which was so funny. Like the difference between the North and the South could not be more personified because when they would cut from the Boston game where there was like, or the Capitals game where there was like maybe a quarter of the stadium, if that, and then they cut to like the Carolina Nashville series and it is packed to the brim. Like they got people in standing room seats. It's just a hilarious difference between, between the two right now. But yeah, we're going to have that in college football. It's going to be exciting. I'm excited for it. We are. Michigan's even making their way to the NFL too. They got 50% indoor now. Wait, what? We just announced that coming up soon. Oh, oh, I got you. I got you. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Michigan announced. I was thinking Michigan University. Indoor. Yeah. I thought you were saying <laughs> Michigan. State. Yeah, I thought you were saying Michigan the University. Like they were moving indoors. I was like, what oh, are you no. talking about? We want to talk about the Michigan, the University of Michigan. Yeah. Which we got. <laughs> Let's throw it out there. We're gonna circle back to this the top be, games. Uh, do you think they're gonna be blaming COVID on their capacity at their stadium? So here's here's what I think. I think that football fans are so starved for action that this isn't going to this isn't going to impact the the how bad they've been isn't going to impact the University of Michigan. If anything, I think it's going to have the exact opposite effect where these fans are going to be energized to see their Wolverines in the big house again, despite what the product looks like. So you think Harbaugh has another year? Oh, easily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably, a number, probably a no, another two. Yeah. I think he's there for as Ever? long as <laughs> as long as he'll be allowed to be. You uh, Here's the thing, and I, Michigan State was not good last year. You cannot lose to a first-year head coach in your house. <laughs> that puts up a record as bad as we did in the first year. Yes. <laughs> I mean, my God. Yeah. That was something else. That's unexcusable. Just like Michigan State cannot lose to Rutgers at home. That's Mm-mm. inexcusable. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his buyout's relatively small. I mean... His buyout's like nothing. It's two million this year, and it drops five hundred thousand after that every year after that. So exactly, it's, it's like nothing. Virtually nothing. <laughs> he took a fifty percent pay cut and reduced his buyout to a immaterial number. Yeah, as we like to say in the accounting world, it might be his last. I to Dante's point though, I do expect Michigan to probably pack it in hard, at I least do. in the early part of the season, because one tailgating people have not gotten to tailgate yet and that's going to be beautiful weather you're also in michigan i don't know if you you've noticed him but your weather's kind of shitty in the winter so you know got to enjoy that outdoor time when you just, can just rub it in, rub <laughs> it in hey we don't do catching a ricochet shot from dante <laughs> and then you're just saying you realize how bad your weather is up there nate you're only four hours south of me i'll say it's not, say, it's not it's much better here but like we don't get like the snow really, really. not that much different except for we don't really get the snow like at all I think we had two days where it snowed here this like this year, where like it was legitimately like a problem, not like like it flurried and stuff, but like snow that was like a problem. <laughs> we didn't have that much of a problem snow up here, I don't think. No, we did for, for sure in Chicago. Dante's yeah. yeah, you've got the worst of it all. <laughs> but yeah, people are gonna pack it into Michigan, I think for sure. At least in the early part, they might they might dissipate towards the the back end of the season, but they'll pack it in in hardball. Uh, that leash has be, got to be getting shorter and shorter before they cut that thing because it's not a good situation. Yeah. Not a good situation. I, I don't think 
Michigan, even if Michigan had a good year last year, which we know they didn't, I don't think Michigan's gonna have a good year this year no. either. This seems like this seems to be a rebuilding period for them. Um, so what are, what are they rebuilding? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I will say this: they're starting off with garbage, though. So they they start off with Western. Well, then they play Washington, which I guess isn't garbage. And then they play, <laughs> then they play Northern Illinois. And then their first Big Ten game is uh, Rutgers. So they couldn't start off any better. Yeah, but there's also a reason that they didn't televise their spring game. Yeah, yeah. which is a horrifying (laughs) fact. Like, what is going on in that program right now? You can't televise your own spring game. Uh, Is Western going to be tough? What was it? what what was the big sporting event that was like the first big sporting event back with fans recently? I have a point that I'm trying to make here. The Kentucky Derby, maybe? Yes, it was. Okay. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no, that's not the point I'm trying to make. We're talking about spring games. Before that event, you know what the biggest attendance was? And it was like pretty close. No. The Alabama spring game. The Alabama spring game had hold okay. on, I gotta I gotta pull okay. the number. No, I remember hearing this stat too. It, it was the bit it, yes, the Kentucky Derby was the biggest event since the Alabama spring game. Got you. Okay. And it was so like you did have a point here, Nate. Very, yeah, the Alabama spring game had forty seven thousand fans at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> During COVID too, it wasn't like like that yeah, like Whatever, like restrictions it was had done been, in Alabama. It was done in Alabama, but it's just funny. Like forty-seven thousand people for their spring game. Um, yes. Goddamn, gotta love it. Um, Before we leave college football, and obviously because this is this happens to be a Michigan State podcast, sometimes. Uh, what do you think about that matchup uh, with Miami, Tim? I don't know. I I really don't know where Michigan State season is going to go this year. I don't know if they're going to have the athletes on defense yet mm-hmm. um, or if they will have the athletes on defense because the team is not at all the same as last year. Like, it's a whole new team. Yeah, very much so. We'll see what the trans- if the transfer portal is truly the key to um, Michigan State success next year. I think it definitely will be for next year. Yeah. Yeah. He really the Mel Tucker did really need to um flip things around. Did you see their transfer list? Mm-mm. Transfers in versus transfers out? No, I didn't see it. Like the transfers that we brought in were like SEC, ACC. Yeah. Um, um there was a few big ten there was there's the one linebacker from Minnesota, so there were all big time schools that were coming in. And then all of our transfers out were like Mac schools, oh, D one double A schools. <laughs> like not good. Like it, no. there was not a there was not a worry about people that were transferring out this year. Yeah, I mean the cupboard the cupboards were truly bare, which makes me think what 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 disaster were we waiting on if D'Antonio would have still been coaching? Oh my, I don't even want to know. <laughs> I do not even want to think about that. Because he wouldn't have changed anything. Rocky would have still been our quarterback coming into this year. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yep. All right. 
I'll let you. He did. He on. did make no, our that... season last year. He did make our season last year, though. You cannot forget that he will go down as the guy who beat U of M on en route to a whatever win and and whatever loss season that we had. I think we only had two. What was it? Two, two wins. Two wins. Yeah, two we wins. only won two. But Michigan didn't fare much better. Better so. Correct, because we beat Michigan. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. I am looking at the schedule for MSU. It is an interesting schedule. We'll have to break that down when we get closer to the... Don't worry, Trophy Kids. When we get closer to the football season, this podcast takes a dramatic turn in the (laughs) heaviness of how we cover football. Um, Michigan State will definitely be part of that. The Big Ten will be. I mean, preseason rankings, you got a lot of teams from the Big Ten, as expected, in there. You got... It's going to be interesting. Like, Like I said, starting off with a bang, you got... Three, four, probably, and Georgia's probably gonna be the third ranked team. Clemson probably be the fourth ranked team going at it. Miami will be in the top twenty-five. You got Deion, or King there going up against Alabama. It's gonna be good. I like the way we're starting, but we are getting closer, boys. We are inching all that much closer. I have a before we kind of finish it up with last thoughts. I did sl- switching to the NFL. Warren Sharp tweeted this out, and it really mm-hmm. like. It's so because we were. I think we were talking about this pre-draft in like how drafting quarterbacks is just like, why would you draft, <clears throat> you know, Mac Jones right early or whatever, like the risk there or whatever. <laughs> but drafting quarterbacks first overall, there have been twenty-five QBs drafted overall. Only one had a winning record as a rookie. That was Andrew Luck in two thousand twelve. That's kind of crazy. I mean, me. I mean, not that crazy because those teams suck. But to think that you couldn't get a winning record. Like at in the history of the sport, number one pick never had a winning record. They're they're usually bear. Like they're usually yeah, like but there are times where teams have like snuck in at the number one spot that have had a shot. In the NFL, yeah, I would say my Bucks had like... a shot at winning like nine games that season. When we picked first. You might be delusional. <laughs> I, I don't know if I, I can mean, back you up here, Nate. I mean, Nate. Yeah. Nine wins. It is. Yeah, it's a little delusional, but still crazy, in my opinion. Just. I mean, I can't. You you started off the COVID year saying that the Bucks were going to win the Super Bowl, so I can't. We can't. <laughs> can't take that away from me. You got Brady though. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, I got Tom Brady. Life is good. Oh, and we were stacked. Out. I mean, we're winning the Super right. Bowl again this year. Um. <laughs> but, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Like, it is, like, Jags fans, don't get too far ahead of yourself this season with, with your Trevor Lawrence pick here and all the other picks with Urban Myers. This is, by the way, Tim, you, we might want to get your impression here on this one because you weren't here for this. But, once again, Urban Meyer just making really great great decisions that that lead you to have a lot of confidence in his ability to run an NFL franchise, right? This thing looks like it's going to burn faster than Chip (laughs) Kelly did the Eagles. God, Chip Kelly (laughs) and the Eagles. Fuck, was that a disaster. That was... Do you see they had Travis Etienne only at wide receiver? Yeah. In in the rookie drills? Like, you... You that was a stretch pick to say the least, and you're gonna put uh, him yeah, at wide receiver <laughs> with the need you have, with the wide receivers that were still at the board. Like, why not take a wide receiver? It's going to save the season. <laughs> you know he practices real hard. 
Yeah. I know that man very well. Uh, Dante brought this up lot last week. Do you think he just whiffs on a block like uh, remember the Titan style and just gets gets uh, Trevor Lawrence hurt so he can come in and pull a starter quarterback? <laughs> I really have no idea what he's even going to look like because they're like it. I mean, he he's old now. Like your body doesn't react yes. to getting hit well the older you get. Wait, you're telling me he, physically he you don't improve with normal. your age? And, and he was a quarterback before, and not a quarterback that like didn't avoid contact, like. That's fully fair. embraced so he it. He is used to getting hit a little bit. Yeah, but, but that's like, more wear on the body is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing or what he's thinking. Yeah. Sure, he keeps his body in peak physical condition, but like... Yeah, but not football condition. Like, <laughs> Bronk didn't look great last year up till the playoffs. Dude, gr- like that's all that mattered. Once he got to the playoffs, that man was a blocking machine. Also, is his arm just like does it, is it does it have like nerve damage? Is it permanently just wrapped Gronks? Oh, I don't know. I just assume he's always injured, but no, I don't. I don't believe so. But he just, uses it. He uses it as a weapon. Yeah, just <laughs> just assume that something's broken on Gronks. I mean, the dude just like smash. He's like he's a bull in a china shop. Like he just smashes into literally everything, looking to break everything any chance he gets. Like he actively like, like a ball huh? Than a, he's more like a wrecking ball than a bull in a china shop. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, he is just a wrecking ball, just destroying shit. Uh, also, kind of like a glass wrecking ball. Like he runs into everything, but everything also breaks him. Yeah, I mean he's a meathead. I love him, <laughs> but he's like the most stereotypical. Grew up with what four or five brothers, meathead. Like mm-hmm. dude, just is constantly injured. <laughs> I'd be, I would be more concerned if he wasn't constantly injured. To be honest, at this point, that's fair. Um. Any final thoughts before we uh, wrap this bad boy up? I don't know if anybody's got. I don't know about your nine win thing. You might want to reevaluate that. Yeah, yeah, that that uh, it was it was a bit of a stretch. I was, I just wanted to feel good about a pick that I knew was a disaster from the moment we made the pick. But no, I it wasn't. (laughs) I'm taking it back. We'll we'll be here a year later, and he'll be like. Look at those nine wins. <laughs> nine and seven bucks the year before we take Jameis Winston. We just locked into the first pick. Yeah, like we weren't a, a hot pile of. I don't the what? Yeah. I used to think the Lions would be good too, Nate. Yeah, you're now, now I'm just get... betting. Now I'm just betting on them to win the uh, division this year. Hey man, Dan Campbell gets himself a real lion on the sidelines. Maybe you'll have a shot. That's some real motivation. That is. Oh Damn, my man. goodness! You didn't hear that? He wants to do that. He wants to get a yeah, real. I saw that. <laughs> I don't even think that was his idea, though. Was it, it? Wa- it was. He he went to to. I thought I, the... that thing that thing was workshopped in, <laughs> in like PFT and Big Cat's brain. I it saw that. Like I saw it that. Was not like a random no he... gamble thing that he was just like. You know what? I really want a lion on the sideline. That there were like other things that were going on that brought that up. I I remember it differently. We'll say that. Wait, let's see here. <laughs> revisionist history. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's revisionist history. I'm just uh, I'm just typing into the Google my... machine. Dan Campbell wants a lion. <laughs> well, yeah. He's gonna give you, give you what you want. <laughs> yeah. 
exact, type it in that way. It's going to just give you the exact quote. Yeah, he said no. I know what he said. Pro Football Focus. When you, Pro yeah. Football Focus said that Dan Campbell said that he asked Lions owner Shelley Ford about having an actual lion at the facility. So he had already asked her pre part of my take interview. This is what I'm saying. This is where I'm getting at. Dude's crazy. I, I'm gonna love oh, watching the Detroit Lions. I love him. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Did no, you see no what we offered animals. Matt Campbell? What? The Lions offered Matt Campbell eight years, sixty-eight million dollars to be the head coach before they offered Dan Campbell. I did not see that. No. Iowa State. No, I didn't. Insane. Yeah. I'm actually. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm not that surprised he didn't take it. It was. It was like a year longer than Matt Rule. Yeah. But it was the same, like, money. Yeah, Campbell doesn't feel like a guy who wants to leave college, though. Oh, yeah. Why would you leave Iowa State? Yeah. I mean, fe- I guess to get out of Iowa. $70 million. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah but to live in Iowa. I know, but he fe- that that there are some dudes who, like, will only stay in college football because, like, Dabo's never going to the NFL. Right. Like, there are dudes yeah, who just, like, right. that just want to live in college football and he feels like a dude who wants to live what, in college football. Where do you think where do you think Matt Campbell can go from where he is in Iowa State? I mean, Michigan's probably going to have an opening here pretty soon. Mich- yeah, <laughs> Michigan. They, they, were on, they were talking about it on Valenny's show up here, and it's like he doesn't have necessarily that same swagger as Mel Tucker and Dabo, like dropping bags everywhere and like being able to to get all the recruiting stuff. He recruit he recruits like like PJ Flack and like uh, Mark D'Antonio did. Yeah, Where depending on what happens at USC, he could probably yep. walk into USC. Mm-hmm. Um. Where else could he go? I mean, he could... If he wants to try to revitalize Nebraska's dumpster fire, Scott Fraud might be out here in a couple of years. <laughs> you know, we, we give a lot of shit to Jim Harbaugh on this podcast, but Scott Frost, my good. <laughs> he's, a... only, he's only walking scot-free because he's at Nebraska. Yeah. And people have forgotten that they were a football team. Dumpster fire of a program at this point. Remember, maybe not the first year Nebraska was in, but maybe that second year when Nebraska was like, not running a table, but like, making noise in the Big Ten, and then they just kind of... You know, Tim, also, did has, what's Tennessee's coaching situation looking like nowadays? Uh, you know what, Tennessee? Both basketball Tennessee. and football. Does it really matter? Yeah. Uh, but if you're asking programs that have money and, like, a challenge, going to the SEC and, and doing Tennessee would be... I don't think Campbell would leave for that. should but. take a year off, okay, <laughs> and just regroup and figure out There's what they're doing. Yeah. There's a reason Lane Kiffin left so quickly. Uh, <laughs> They're just a mess there. Yeah. My goodness. They expect the Peyton Manning era without like any of the grind to get there. Hell, no, I'd be... they just want to be it, similar to Texas, right? They just want to be good. I guess similar to Michigan. Dude. They just want to be good. Yeah. There's a process to being good. Yeah. Yeah, they think they can just buy their way there. <laughs> it takes a minute. <sighs> It'll be fun. Ah, man, I can't wait to get back to talking football. I cannot wait. It'll be out. good. Oh, that'll do it for us here. Hopefully everybody has a wonderful weekend. I got some massive bat sweat going on right now as I just got up from my chair a little bit. Oh, my God. All right, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up, people. I hope you all have a good weekend. And as always, peace. 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 <laughs> Dude, my back is soaked. Jesus, Nate.